the college football experience, Ole Miss Rebels season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today, and you'll get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Oh, miss rebel season preview. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and we are talking Ole miss rebels football here. Um, Look, give me the Dundee music because I mean, uh, there's a lot of reasons to like. I mean, I put it like this: I have a future ticket for Matt Corral to win the Heisman Trophy. This offense was fire, and I think you know overall you should be happy with Lane Kiffin year one. Let's get that Dundee music. This is the Ole Miss Rebels from Archie Manning to Eli Manning. All right, to Matt Corral to John Rice Plumley. They got two loaded quarterbacks. Uh, you know, this has been a rich program from the days of Deuce McAllister all the way to Wesley Walls. You know, you can go on and on and on about how great, uh, you know, this program has been really good. It's been really good. So it's had its ups and downs, but Hugh Freeze got them to a great level. They were kind of the thorn in the side for Alabama. And, you know, hit some, hit a rough patch after that. But, you know, I, I think coming off of just a five and five season in Lane Kiffin's first year when he didn't have spring ball shortened camp COVID battling COVID I think was hard for all first year coaches. So uh, I'm optimistic here. I thought they, you know, I thought they, they looked better than I figured they would look last year. All right. So there's that. And I think a lot of that is Lane Kiffin. Actually, I think a lot of it also is Lane Kiffin was very smart about his hirings. And he brought in Jeff Lebby, the OC from UCF. And you saw kind of UCF kind of, you know, they, they didn't look the same without Jeff Lebby. And I actually thought for a minute that UCF was going to hire Jeff Lebby. They still got Gus Malzahn, but uh, I do expect Jeff Lebby to be a head coach 
in the uh, group of five or, or maybe even power five in the next uh, sh- probably by this time next year. Wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me, but yes, looking back at a season ago, five and five, great offense, horrible defense. Any old miss fan will tell you that. Yeah. I could sit here and tell you that it was kind of a, you can make a case that it was kind of gimmicky. Got an overtime win against Kentucky where they went for two and got the win. If memory serves me correct. Uh, they did. They, I'll say this. They played Alabama better than probably better than any team in the country. I know you could say the Florida went a oh, seven point game in the sec championship, but I feel still feel like that was kind of some patchwork that Florida did. Whereas Ole Miss, I really think Ole Miss kind of had put a scare in that Bama defense. Um, you look at some of the other ones. Uh, yes, they they blew out Vanderbilt. They they won. You know, they put fifty nine up on Will Muschamp in South Carolina or Mike Bobo. I'm not sure if Muschamp was let go then or not. And then uh, the seven point win against Mississippi State, which was a back and forth game. And then you had the 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 bowl win against Indiana, although they didn't have Michael Penix, their starting quarterback, in that game. But still, a win is a win. And when you look at some of the losses, yes, you got blown out by Florida. And and you know double digit loss to Florida, Bama, and Arkansas. The Arkansas one's a bad one because Pittman was in year one as well. And a seven point loss to Auburn, which I guess we would kind of expect. And then the LSU game where you only lose by by five. So I think overall it was a good year for a good first year for for Lane Kiffin and and uh, the Rebels. So looking at this team, like I said, I have a future for Matt Corral to win the Heisman. I, I got a. I got three futures. All right. I went out and I went chalk with Spencer Rattler, right? Because I think there's a solid chance that uh, they, they give it to him. But then I went uh, Sam Howell and Matt Corral, just cause I think I, I, I don't expect either team to be in the college football playoffs, but I think their numbers could be just on an, on another level that they'd almost have to give it to him. So uh, I consider Matt Corral. I'm telling you, consider that ticket. Um, but this offense will go as Matt Corral goes. And like I hit on in, in the Dundee music intro, uh, John Rice Plumley, a guy that we were impressed. Me and Patty C were high on him, seeing him in uh in in Rich Rodriguez offense just two years ago. I'm surprised he stayed the course. To tell you the truth, like if I'm John Rice Plumley, uh, maybe you go to UL ULM where Rich Rod's the OC. I know he brought in Rhett Rodriguez, but I think he, uh, it, even that would be a big drop off. I think he's a starting caliber quarterback that could play uh, all over the country. So um, they have two good quarterbacks right now. So you add in that, you add in the fact they're bringing back four of five on the offensive line. That's uh that's pretty impressive to me. You know, you would think they're only going to get better on that offensive line front. Um, and, and really like this offense should still be explosive. Yes. You lose Elijah Moore to the jets or to the NFL, you know, to, to the New York jets though, in the NFL, but Jerry on Ely's back at running back. He's a stud. When you add the fact to corral Plumley, I would even get Plumley into the mix. Some if I was Lane Kiffin or Jeff Lebby bringing back four or five on the O line, uh, your receivers still solid with Jonathan Mingo and Don Terrio uh, Drummond. Those guys will be, you know, solid. Now you're breaking in a new tight end and Casey Kelly and another I'm assuming the other receiver is going to be Braylon Sanders, the senior. Um, who'll be taking over essentially, you know, because more is gone. I'm I'm making that assumption. Obviously, in camp things can go completely different. Um, maybe they go with Casey Kelly, the freshman tight end, the Richard freshman tight end. I'm not sure, but the offense will be fine tuned. I really believe that. 
it'll be one of the premier offenses in college football. Defensively, or actually, wait, let, let, let me tell you offensively last year, no spring ball and really walking into a new scenario, knowing the off or learning the offense, essentially 14th scoring offense in the country, uh, 26th rushing the ball, seventh passing third overall in total yardage. That's what I mean. And I think they're only going to get better. Yes. You lose Elijah Moore. That's a big loss, but uh, I still expect these numbers to be a lot better having another year in that offense. Um, now, will, will, will they finish third? Who, you know, their numbers could improve, but they could actually fall back. Who knows? But defensively, uh, it was a mess. It was a real mess for Ole Miss. I mean, they gave up 41 points to Kentucky. Let me tell you guys, Kentucky's offense was one of the worst in the nation. So, gotta fix some things there. Obviously, they gave up 51 to to, to Florida, 41 to Kentucky, 63 to Alabama. Uh, 35 to, to Auburn, uh, 42 to South Carolina, 53 to LSU. So just, just, uh, and, and, and I think DJ Durkin's the right man for it. I think, yeah, you got, you may be implementing new defense. Uh, that takes some time. Durkin, I think is, is a, is a good defensive coordinator. And, and I thought he should be, st- I, I personally thought he kind of got a tough deal at Maryland. Unfortunate circumstances there where, uh, I, and I'm not even sure how much he knew or what, but I think he's a good football coach. Um, so I think the defense it's got to improve. Yes. You're only returning, you know, four starters from that defense a season ago, but there's two ways to look at that. You're saying, Oh, we're going to be inexperienced, but they weren't very good. So might as well get them out of there, bring in the new batch. Uh, and, and then get you're going to, they're going to have more time learning that defense that Durkin wants there and that Kiffin wants there. So I do think the defense will be improved. The question is how much, how much will they be improved um, in the transfer? Or, I mean, look, I mean, let me give you the numbers actually, before we get to the transfer portal, they were the 117th scoring defense in the country last year. 101 against the run 125th against the pass charting at 126 overall, only 127 teams played football last year. So that was a really, really bad defense. Um, in the transfer portal, they they've lost a couple guys too. Now they've added some guys, but they they they, they lost Jacquez Jones, linebacker. He ends up going to Kentucky, staying in the conference. Nigel, not the the former Alabama uh, transfer at corner. He's uh, leaving. Hasn't announced where yet. But they did bring in Chance uh, Campbell from Maryland, who's familiar with Durkin, I believe. So that's a a, a pickup that I think could pay off. Um. They, besides that, I feel like they lost more than they got, but, uh, but I think the Campbell edition, you could actually see uh, right away. So I guess uh, another thing to, to note is the check out the, uh, I, the defensive backfield should be better. Yes. They're bringing back two of four, but uh, all upperclassmen now. And I also, they're bringing in a top newcomer in Taishim Johnson, a four-star out of Philadelphia. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he gets some burn. He might get some burn instantly. Who knows? But uh, yes, this defense, it's, it's gotta be better. There's no way. And there's this, there were some teams that sat out last year. They'll probably be the worst defenses. Um, so, so by, by default, <laughs> he won't be the second worst defense in the country. Uh, win total is at seven and a half. So obviously uh, Vegas kind of, kind of big on uh, Ole Miss having a better year. 
Uh, schedule's kind of tricky. Schedule's kind of tricky, and I'll get to that here. But uh, blindly, you want to say, yeah, I think I think uh, what I saw in this offense should be better, and the defense should be better. So yeah, why not? And they're they're not playing an all SEC uh, ten game conference schedule, so why not? Um, let's get to it. Let's get to it here. Week one, Labor Day. One of these dumbass games in a dome in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I hate this game. Why did I got to do this? They couldn't play this in Oxford, Mississippi, or Louisville, Kentucky. Come on. Part of the college football experience, what makes it better than pro football, is the on-campus environment. Play this game in Oxford, please. The tailgating scene. Come on, chicken on a stick. Or play in Louisville. Both better than this dumbass game in a dome. I hate dome football. You know, you should try to minimize as many dome games as you can. I know Syracuse and UTSA play in a dome. Keep those games there. All right. Keep those, but don't add in these stupid games like this. It is on Labor Day. It's the lone game on Labor Day, the week before. It's uh, basically Monday Night Football because it's the week before the NFL kicks off. They're getting the Louisville Cardinals and Scott Satterfield, which actually, you should listen to our Louisville preview. We're kind of. We're kind of high on them in a way on the over, but also they were a very unlucky team a season ago. When you dive into the analytics of the Louisville Cardinals, you'll see they were one of the most unlucky teams in the nation. That's probably not going to happen again. Uh, Very rarely does it happen, you know, consistently the same teams being that unlucky. So I think Louisville was better than what the product, uh, the final result was essentially. So Mikhail Cunningham's coming back. Yes, they lose some some experienced guys with uh, you know Tutu Atwell, Des Fitzpatrick and stuff gone. But I do think Scott Satterfield is one of the most underrated coaches uh, in college football. I saw like twenty four seven Sports. I think did like their top ACC coaches. They really shit on Scott Satterfield, which is I just find ridiculous. You got like uh, they got some other coaches that were ahead of him that I. I head scratchers, head scratchers. Satterfield was great at app state. His first year at Louisville, they were projected to win like two or three games. He wins eight beats Mississippi state in the bowl. And then last year, yes, uh, they had their issues losing a lot of close games, but they were in all those games. I think they only won four games last year um, or, or whatever. Maybe it was even worse than that. But uh, uh, I, I do think he's a good coach. I do think Louisville will be bowling this year with him, uh, but this is a 50, 50 game. I would favor Ole Miss. I would favor Ole Miss by a field goal, but I truly believe this is kind of a 50 50 game. If, if both defenses aren't fixed, cause Louisville's defense, you know, they gave up the big play and they also on offense got the big play. But so if Ole Miss's defense isn't, you know, fixed some, they will exploit that. Um, this is a shootout gun to my head. I say, give me Ole Miss, but I expect this to be a, like a 47, 44 game. Whoever's probably got the ball last will win this one. I think it's a 50 50 game, but I'll give, I'll give it to Ole Miss, even though I think it's a very dangerous game would not surprise me if, uh, if, if the, if the Cardinals win this and I, and uh, depending on what this line will be, I, I probably will be with the Cardinals on this. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to be like a five or six, maybe seven point dog um, week two though. So one to know Ole Miss right there week two, they get Austin P the governors Patty C will say, two of the best mascots with mustaches. Um, Austin P kind of took a step back last year in the FCS spring season, but uh, 
They're a serviceable FCS, but Ole Miss should roll them. Uh, week three, this is an interesting one. Willie Fritz in Tulane, which the Tulane, um, going out. I mean, scheduling some 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 real big games. You know, they're getting Oklahoma week one. So Tulane comes to uh, Ole Miss week three. Obviously, we're going to take Ole Miss here, but I, I think Willie Fritz is a really good coach. And it wouldn't shock me if this is a game in the fourth quarter, but the, I don't know how they're going to slow down this offense. I don't know if they have the players to slow down this offense. They they got hit on the D line. Patrick Johnson's no longer there. He's in the NFL. Uh, they, but I do think Fritz is a, is a really underrated coach. I'm going to say three and zero, but tread lightly on that three and zero. very well. Could be two and one. Um, they get a bye week before going at Alabama. We know a season ago they played Bama the best, in my opinion. Still, this is in Tuscaloosa. Last year was Oxford. You're going to get rolled in Tuscaloosa. Sorry. I wish, I hope I'm wrong. But three and one. Then you're home to Sam Pittman in Arkansas, who beat you last year. And Barry Odom really dialed it up against. Uh, Against Lane Kane, uh, Lane Kane, Lane Train, and uh, and Ole Miss. Uh, I think Matt Corral threw six picks, six picks uh, for the Rebels. Um, it's a fifty-fifty game. It's a true fifty-fifty game. I mean, I'll give it. I guess to since it's in Oxford, give me Ole Miss by three. <laughs> Uh, and I even think the next week might even be a 50, 50 game because the very following week they're at Tennessee, which I don't expect Tennessee to be very good this year, but I do think in Knoxville, it's a tough place to play. I think fans still show up to that and Josh Heupel. Let's not forget. He employed Jeff Levy for years at UCF. So it's kind of a, this one. And I think Heupel, no matter what, I mean, I expect Tennessee to not be good, but I do think that offense will probably be solid because Heupel's got a good background uh, running an offense. It's a 50 50 game because it's on the road, but I still think I'd favor Ole Miss. But it wouldn't shock me at all if they lost this one. But yeah, give me it. I got them at five and one out the gate. Five and one. Uh, then they're home to LSU. This one, I do think LSU will win. I think LSU uh, kind of, uh, we made the case for Penn State kind of being an, it's an outlier season last year. Um, I think LSU is probably in the same train here. And uh, I think LSU is just more talented. LSU will get it done. Wouldn't shock me if Ole Miss beat them though, especially in Oxford, but um, gun to my head. Give me LSU here. That would then put them at what? Five and two. Then uh, they're at Auburn. Auburn beat them a season ago with Malzahn in Oxford. I expect Auburn to win in Auburn. So I got them at five and three. Wouldn't shock me if they beat Auburn. Uh, then coming back home, they get Liberty. And this is, this is to me a 50, 50 game. I think Liberty is really good. Malik Willis. I actually think with Hugh freeze is a great, I think he's a better head coach than Lane Kiffin. And you know what? And I'm actually, I, I gave you a 50, 50 games against Louisville, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Give me Liberty. Give me Liberty in the upset here. Give me Liberty in the upset. This is must watch TV. I can't wait to watch this game. They're going to lose one of these 50, 50 games that we're not seeing. So I'm going to say it's Liberty. That would make them though, having a three game losing skid. And then they welcome in Texas a and M. Uh, I got a and M there, even though I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Ole Miss beat them. So I got them with a four game losing streak there. Uh, so I then would have them at what 
five and five at that point with uh, two games left in the season win totals at eight guys. So that already tells you something they're home to Vanderbilt. I think they get it done six and five Kiffin's bowling. Then the, the season finale short week on Thanksgiving. Glad to see they moved this game back to Thanksgiving because the egg bowl on Thanksgiving it should happen every year. Fuck the NFL. All right. That should happen every year. Um, but this is in Starkville. Last year was a pretty close game. And, and by the time November hits, I expect Leach to have this offense starting to show signs of what, you know, what can happen with the air raid. Well, real Rogers also played in the air raid in high school. I, I gun to my head. That's a 50, 50 game, but gun to my head. Give me Mississippi state. It's in Starkville, but I think that's a, that's probably a 31, 28 game. Very winnable for, for Ole Miss. So you could win seven. You can go seven and five. However, I got you at six and six. And I gave you what out of the 50, 50 games I gave you, I went, I had you go in three and two in the 50, 50 games. I think that's, that's logical. I think that's logical, but that, oh, that Louisville game out the gate is huge because you can make a case. And I, I don't think it's going to happen, but you can make a case that the wheels could fall off here. You lose Louisville. You beat Austin P, but don't let yourself get upset by Tulane. I think Tulane's solid. I think they're solid. I mean, kudos to Ole Miss. They're out of conference schedule is really good. First off, they schedule a decent FCS. Traditionally, a lot of the the SEC teams schedule garbage as FCS teams. Um, but getting Louisville, Tulane, and Liberty. I mean, there's a solid chance. Liberty's going to be a top twenty-five team. Louisville, I think might even find themselves cracking there or right outside the top 25 and same with Tulane potentially. So uh, I expect Tulane to at least be a bowl team. I don't expect them to be, I guess, 26 or 27th in the nation, but I, I think they'll probably Fritz gets them to a bowl almost every year. So I like the, the out of conference schedule uh, for Ole Miss. Um, I'm on the under guys. I'm on the under. And I think what I'm trying to make the case of eight wins. What do they got to do to get the eight wins? They got to beat Louisville, Austin P Tulane. Arkansas, Tennessee, that puts them at five, which I had them doing. Then Liberty would be six. Vandy would be seven and, and Mississippi state would be eight, but that's winning every 50, 50 game. We'll see. Maybe Durkins get this defense rolling, but I am on the under in the Ole Miss rebels. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch. I, I can't wait for that egg bowl matchup and I can't wait for the, I mean, I really can't wait to, to see all these matchups, but uh, yeah, give me the under. I think Patty sees on the under as well. So uh, that's two of us on the under guys. If you're a first time listener to the college football experience, subscribe, we're breaking down all 130 teams. We'll have a podcast for every single team in the nation. Yes. Or for in the, in the FBS, we're even going to probably hit some FCS podcasts as well. And also so there's some two point out there Two podcasts for the, for the same team. We did it with Boise state. We did it with Liberty. I know Ole Miss fans probably want to hear that Liberty one. Go check that out. Um, we might give you an Ole Miss one because we're just whatever the two point kind of come. They kind of happen naturally where I've reached out to people. They get back to me, but also uh, I try to attack some of the more interesting teams in the nation. And I feel like uh, Ole Miss certainly one of them. So uh, stay tuned. All right. Um. Yeah. And also subscribe to the college basketball experience that feed uh, it's big year for Kermit Davis uh, at Ole Miss. Um, the sec has been wild. The transfer portal has been wild. I know that uh, Ben Hallen, uh, you know, of Mississippi state 
uh, has, has really landed some nice pieces. Some players came back for LSU. I think uh, Alabama, same, same situation, but Ole Miss, I think uh, has a chance to uh, have a big year. I mean, it's a big year for Kermit Davis subscribe to the college basketball experience. We got you covered over there, but yes, we talk college basketball year round over there. Over here. We talk college football year round. So make sure you subscribe me, Patty C and NC Nick, my co-hosts that are normally with me. We handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Yes. Every single one for the past four years. And we've never had a losing season as a collective, but also independently. Yes. I have never picking every game of every college basketball season. I've never had a, a season below 500. Also with college football, never had a season below 500. And I even did the FCS for the first time this spring was above 500. Um, but same with Patty C and NC Nick. Uh, so obviously as a collective, we're way over 500, but also we're way, way over 500 on our locks. And we give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. So download the SGPN app, uh, you'll get all of our picks for free. And, and like I said, like, even if you're, you're thinking about taking, so you're, you're going to go bet this weekend or week one college football, maybe just download the app, check out some of our picks just for the heck of it. So uh, just to, just to make sure, because I tell you, we, we hit at a pretty darn good percentage. So, and also you'll get a ton of other stuff from us. The SGPN app has contests. We just gave away a thousand dollars on the NBA finals. Uh, what else? I mean, we got guest podcasts. You'll get articles. I ranked all 130 college football coaches. I did top 10 hardest schedules. NC Knicks got win totals for every single conference uh, in the in written form. So you'll get all that. Phil Steele came on the show, uh, talking talking college football. Randy Cross came on to go check out those podcasts. We had Larry the Cable Guy going in detail about Nebraska football. So go check out all those. Jim McMahon on the show. Uh, go check out all of them with the SGPN app. And, and when you download that app guys or girls, please give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. All right. And if you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and uh, show me that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience t-shirt or college basketball experience t-shirt. So do that. I'm at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K give them all a follow the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give them a follow. And uh, also make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast network at the SGP network and uh, check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. That's a lot of fun as well. All right, guys, I'm on the under in Ole Miss and seven and a half wins. This is the college football experience. Ole Miss rebel style. You better start thinking about yours. Oh yeah.